0: Hi, hello again. This is the Voiceover Gurus podcast, and uh, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Linda Bruno with J.J. Wilson. Hello, J.J.
1: Hey, how you doing?
0: <laughs> You're being very quiet today.
1: Yeah. Hi, Linda.
0: <laughs> Extreme. And a little shy, which is very unusual for you, J.J.
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was the other J.J. Hi, <laughs> Linda. What's
0: going on? How are you doing? Oh,
1: hey, oh, I'm hanging in there. Uh, you know, just working and uh, working and uh, doing a little bit of work. Been busy. Um, yeah, last couple of days have been busy. Thank goodness. Knock on wood. Yeah. Is there any wood in this place? Yeah. No, that's from rooms to go. That's not wood. <laughs> um, yes, yes, and, and uh, working in the uh, working in the barn too. I. Uh, bought some uh, old bunk beds and refinished them for the grand boys. Ooh. And uh, I made a coffee table and I just got orders for four more cutting boards. So yes. Fantastic. I spent all morning cleaning the barn. Keeps the mind in a good place.
0: Exactly. Because otherwise I if you're my not arms over it's my head, not
1: good. <laughs> right. Oh, my arms. Oh. <laughs> Are but, you okay? But anyway. Oh, I'm fine. How are you? (laughs) I'm
0: doing well, thanks. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I wanted to talk about something that we all have to deal with, whether you want to admit it or not, but uh, fear and anxiety that does exist as a voiceover actor. What do you mean? And this business is tough enough as it is, but to be able to stay relatively stable mentally.
1: (laughs) uh, Oh, well, I better go then. (laughs) (laughs)
0: with you know all the rejection everything we deal with it's a tough thing so we got a wonderful question from another listener talking talking about
1: first time listener second time caller
0: (laughs) that she's too nervous she got her demo done she worked with a coach she's really proud of her demo and now she can't go to the next step she's like frozen she's worried she's panicking Let it go. (laughs) Is
1: it that easy? And the frozen, let it go. Oh, God, okay. Oh, all right.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Anyway. (laughs) Okay. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I, I, after 40 years still, uh, on occasion if I'm working with people I haven't worked with and it's, a, you know, one of those big jobs and we have to all be on the phone together, I get nervous. Mm-hmm. I get nervous and and I've been prone to uh, anxiety for the last, oh gosh, 10, 12 years now. Mm. And uh, when I was going through some bad times in my life, I mean, I had anxiety 24-7. Oh,
0: God, that's terrible.
1: And um, I used to I used to have to bring Janine in the studio with me oh. in order to record with clients just in case I died while I was sitting there. Wow. So it can really get to an extreme. Um, it's nerve-wracking. You know, at the end, I used to cry because it was over, and I made it, and I didn't die. Aww. And they were pleased, and but your mind can play funny tricks on you. Yes. But but she always just said, she said, you're going to do a voiceover. You're not operating on somebody's brain. hmm it's okay if you make a mistake. Everybody does. Yeah. And she said, "There's never been a time when I've sat in here where you've needed me." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Yeah, just having you here is, is." She said, "No, no, 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 no. You're fine." She said, "Just you know." And my my folks always told me because my both my parents were in show business, so I I kind of came upon being able to be me and not so nervous most of the time. Because of the way I was raised, right?
0: Well, you had that freedom. You know, I was on encouraged. stage at
1: nine, yeah, singing, you know, Gary Indiana, and so yeah, it it does help to come from that background. But by gosh, you still do get nervous. But to to the to the person who asked the question, don't be afraid. Uh, it, it's not, you know, if it doesn't go well, then you know that you just have to keep practicing. And I think. If it does go well, they'll call you again. It's it's
0: Right. Well, I think that, you know, all of us, even to just get into this business, there has to be a certain element inside of you that wants to perform. I mean...
1: I don't have any elephants <laughs> inside of me, but okay. Why would
0: you come that far, you know, to get a coach, to get a demo, if there isn't something inside of you that has right. the passion, right?
1: Right. Exactly. And I think, um, you know, we have a lot of first-timers in our workouts on Wednesday nights, and... They they read it through the first time in their whole lives in front of other people. And psh, I, I, nine times out of ten, it's not bad. <laughs> right. It's just not bad. It's just, w- w- what it is is that people don't read aloud anymore. Right. You know, that you do it for when you have little kids and you read them bedtime stories. And, you, and then the wolf said, R-r-r-r-r. but people just don't read aloud. And that's what you have to get used to doing again. Right. That's all. Right. And uh, But, yeah, most of them are pretty darn okay. I mean, you know, they need a lot of guidance and, and the knowledge that we have. But, uh, God, all in all, it's, it's just nothing to be afraid of.
0: I, I tell you, um, for me, both of my parents were not performers on stage anyway. So I didn't have um, any of that influence as I was growing up. It was just something that I just always loved to sing. But I would sing by myself. I would never sing in front of anyone else. And right. um, I was in high school. And I remember it was my senior year, and they were doing the sound of music. And I was like, I really want to try out for this because I got too scared my junior year to try out for Greece. And I really wanted to be in Greece. But mm-hmm. I was too afraid. So I don't know what it you was. You know why? I think I just decided that I didn't want to have any regrets that I didn't try something.
1: No, I know why. <laughs> So, uh, the sound of music is a four and a half hour play, <laughs>
0: <laughs> But for some reason, in my little seventeen year old brain, thankfully, I was like, "You know what? I don't want to have any regrets because I regret holding myself back and not trying out for Greece. I really wanted the part of Rizzo, right. And so anyway, I do my audition I do it really quiet I'm singing really quietly to the music director because I'm so nervous and he's encouraging me and he's like a little louder a little louder next thing you know I'm singing for him and I get the part of Maria for Sound of Music
1: (laughs) Wow I know
0: so I get the lead and I'm like in shock and I remember calling my mom from a payphone on the school grounds and saying I got the lead
1: oh yes I remember
0: that and she goes well you're not going to do it are you
1: (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean
0: Yes. And she goes, I mean, but I don't understand. You don't sing. I've never heard you sing. And I'm like, I'm going to do this. Yes. So uh, I
1: had the shower door closed.
0: Then he says to me, he goes, it's a shame you didn't try out last year. You would have been perfect for Rizzo. Um, So at that point, though, no, I'm serious. That was like a turning point for me. I thought moving forward, I do not want to live my life having any regrets. I want to if there's something out there I want to do, I want to try it. I'm not going to let fear stop me.
1: And that's a lot more scary to me to be on stage than it is to sit with people on the phone and do a voiceover. (laughs) I mean, there you are at your most vulnerable. But you know, it's all
0: a different avenue. You know, there are different avenues of performance. But what I'm saying is that if you have got, decide you want to get in this business and now you're getting anxiety about performing, what's the real motivation? Why are you in this business? Why are you doing that? You got to find that motivation.
1: Right, right. And you never know what it could be. It could be voiceovers. It could be anything else.
0: Yeah. I mean, you've got to have some level of uh, performer inside of you to even be attracted yep. to it. So yep. if you're like I was and you don't want to have any regrets, what's the worst that can happen? You know, you, you screw up. You People laugh at you <laughs> during a session. I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, God. No. <laughs> no. And it was a funeral home spot. No, there's nothing funny here. <laughs> but, but yes, you just—if you, just, you want to try it, just dive in. And I—I I, I meant what I—what I was talking about earlier was, it, it could be anything. I, you know, I've always been—I've tried to live my life that way. I've—I've I've done a lot of things, and I'm really glad I did. Just like you're saying that you—you you wanted to try it, so you did. Right. And I wanted to become a keelboat licensed sailboat sailor. Really. So I went out and I took a three-month course, and I got my keelboat license. Wow! And then so I was sailing a thirty-foot sailboat. You know, it was awesome. And then I decided, gee, you know what? I want to become a glider pilot because I love airplanes. <laughs> and so I did. I flew in a plane with no engine oh a lot of times. Wow! And I don't know why. On the last flight I looked down at the ground and I said, What in God's name am I doing up here? I don't have an engine. <laughs> <laughs> and I landed and I shook the guy's hand and I went home and never went back.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: But I I can say I've had, you know, twenty or twenty five flights in a glider all by myself. Mm-hmm. Saying, you know, but I did it. I went through with it. And talk about being scared,
0: right? Oh my goodness! You know,
1: on the on your solo flight, you know, your legs are shaking back for the rudders going like back and forth because your feet are on the. Well, that's thing. A
0: potentially a life and, then and death you situation. The,
1: oh dear God, yes, because you're being towed up by another airplane, <laughs> and if you do something wrong, you kill yourself and the guy in front of you. Great. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. <sighs> I just, I, you know, uh, so anyway, yeah, you really got to push yourself. Yeah. Because if you can, if you can get through something like that, you can, you know, but push yourself. It's okay to be on the edge. It's okay to be scared to death. It's good for it's, you. It, and if you learn how to use it. Right. It can be even better for you. It gives you a better performance it, because you're loaded with energy and it's channeled.
0: It, it helps you grow. And, and if anything, like you were saying, you learn something well, no, about I'm, yourself. No, if you don't no, enjoy Linda, it, no, you know, no. great. At least uh-uh. you found out
1: no. by trying it. Linda, no. Linda, no. But I'm still 5'8". I, I, I haven't grown at all, Linda.
0: <laughs> Look, so. before I moved to New York from Florida, I, I was determined. I was in that mode of no regrets. I, if I don't try to see if I can make a career out of voiceover, I'm never going to forgive myself. And I didn't want to, you know, go through life wondering what if, what if I had, you know, gone. And I had, I planned for two years, um, you know, to move up here. And everybody thought I was nuts. Uh, I, people, the office would be like, oh, you'll be back. You'll be back. You know, it's hard there. It's tough there. And all that did was drive me further to do it. I wanted to do it even yep. more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
0: Um, but that kind of. No regrets attitude is what took me to the next level of my career. So, right, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. Or get out of voiceovers. <laughs>
1: it's just, right, you're not going to kill anyone if you make a mistake. Right. It's just going to be a little embarrassing for a minute. Learn from it. And, you know, I, I don't know if I've told this story. I, when I was working at the radio stations, I was doing... Production for three radio stations. I used to write the spots and record them and produce them and put them on the air on the stations. And Connie Zimmett would call and go, "Did you just put that spot on the air?" <laughs> I said, "Yes, Connie." And she said, "Take it off and recut it and do this, this, and this." And I went, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> so I went into the studio. The guy on the air is looking at me like, "Why are you taking my commercials?" And I said, "I'll be right back." <laughs> and um, you know, and she would she would really get on me. She said, you know better than to do things like that. You can't do this, and you can't do that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was embarrassed, and I listened to it. I went, my God, she's right. I'm glad this didn't air yet. But it's just a learning process, that's all. My first demo was horrible, (laughs) horrible. My father laughed. It was horrible.
0: My first demo you made for me, and it was fantastic. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. And then we never saw you again because you went to New York.
0: (laughs) I tell you, though, (laughs) if you don't get out of your comfort zone, you're not going to do anything (laughs) worthwhile and And, you're going to look back and go, what the heck happened? But it's just you holding yourself back. So it's like you got to put on the big girl or boy britches and just go for it and expect the fact that you're going to make mistakes and people are tough and they're going to be critical But you keep that inner strength and that confidence of your talent to say, you know, I don't – screw you. I don't care if you don't like me. Right. I'm going to do this anyway.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. I was just – I just had something to say and it is so far gone. (laughs)
0: I tell you so here's like a little thing that I used to do before sessions if you're getting nervous and it's like one of your first voiceover sessions I remember having to go into New York for one and I was really still in my early stages very very green and I had it was a nice booking it was for an AT&T commercial and Mm. I get there to the studio this really nice high-end studio in Midtown and um, they say to me oh there are seven people inside that are going to be Listening to you,
1: seven, yeah,
0: yeah. So here I am, you know, twenty-eight years old, freaking out. So I had my iPod with me, and I'd put my headphones on, and I would sit there and wait, and I would play over and over again the song, um, the Leanne Womack song, "I Hope You Dance," and because it says when you get a chance to sit it out or dance, dance.
1: Right. And I Dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I
0: had to because I had to listen to something to give me some motivation and try to put the fear down because I was so freaking scared. Yeah. But listen to something motivating.
1: Yes. Yeah, something to get your mind in a completely different place. And and yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: feel ready to like go to battle and go get behind that mic and be amazing. Yeah.
1: And remember it's a game. You just want to please whoever's in the room. Right. And if they give you a direction, listen very carefully. And probably if there's seven people, you'll get three different directions. Yeah. And somehow, magically, you have to please all of them. But that's <laughs> just, I, I always try and, you know, if I, if I do get three different things, they're all saying something. And I go, okay, I'll, I'll combine everything I just heard. And I'll give a little bit of this, a little bit of that for you, and a little bit of that for you. <laughs> I'll speed it up a little bit. No problem. And I I always am confident when I'm answering them. Hmm. Like, I got this. This is no problem. Meanwhile, inside you're thinking what? Well, I need to change my underwear. (laughs) (laughs) How in the hell am I going to do all that at once? But if you just let it go and take a little bit of what everybody said and just, just think about it a little bit, that's all you need to do. Yeah. You don't need to overthink everything. Oh, my God, okay, this guy. Just, just do, you know, a little bit of each, and you'll probably, they'll probably go, wow. It's like the engineer when you tell him the headphones are too low. He reaches over and does nothing, and you go, yeah, that's better, thanks. <laughs> Randy Bird used to do that to me. And I said, Randy, did you really turn them up or not? And he said, no. So That's
0: great. That's great.
1: But sometimes they're looking for something so minute, but they make it sound so impossible. You know, Mm -hmm. from one take to the next, they go, oh, yeah, that's the one. Well, that was pretty much like the last one. Okay. It's what you like,
0: right? You just smile and nod. Smile and nod.
1: (laughs) It's a game. It's a game. Please, the producer and the writer and the director and his mother and their cousins and the client.
0: When talking about anxiety and putting yourself in situations that are going to stretch you, um, I remember when I moved to New York and I got a job at a radio station here on Long Island, my very first shift with this station, the boss says to me, all right, you're doing the evening shift. We're doing a live broadcast from Jones Beach. You're gonna be broadcasting that. You're gonna be taking callers. You're gonna be mixing them in this thing called a shortcut. Um, and you're gonna be doing your first ship, shift. And I said to him, how, how, how am I gonna, this is my first shift. And he, and he says, I believe you are going to sink or swim. You will swim. And he left.
1: There you go. There you go. (laughs) He left. There you go. (laughs) And And did you swim or were you all wet?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what I did, and this is what helped me get through it. I took everything in a five-minute increment. So I said, I'm going to worry about the next five minutes because, you know, everything's live. Now.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: I would chop it down into small segments because otherwise, if it was so overwhelming, I would have just been hiding under the board.
1: Well, at least you showed up, Linda. My first night on Joy 107 was supposed to start on the 25th of September at midnight. So I figured, well, that's the midnight, you know. The
0: 24th? The
1: 25th at midnight. So on the 24th at midnight, I got a call and the guy said, you coming in? (laughs) And I went, oops, you meant the beginning of the day, not the end. He said, yeah. So So that's how I started. Yeah, <laughs> ah, that's
0: funny. Now it turns out yeah. the boss that gave me this instruction turned out to be one of the best bosses I've ever had in radio. But why? Because he put me you know he puts your feet to the fire and he makes you become yeah. a better talent, become a better person because he basically puts that belief in you and he would say, you can mm-hmm. do this and then he'd leave and you'd be like, uh, um, okay, you know you
1: don't have much of a choice, do you? But
0: sometimes it's what you need. You need somebody yeah. to shove you off the cliff.
1: Yep. yep. My name's Cliff. Drop over sometime.
0: <laughs> so the question is, do you have anyone in your life that can push you over the cliff?
1: Me? In a loving
0: way. No, I'm just saying to the our audience. Oh. <laughs> if you're dealing with anxiety, if you're dealing with fear of going and doing your first voiceover or doing a workout or whatever, do you have anybody in your life that says, hey, come on? Do this. You can do this.
1: Yeah, it's important to have somebody like that.
0: Yeah, because. <laughs> but if you don't, you might stay you're in your car. Just zone. gonna
1: have to. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. No. 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 I don't want to extend my car warranty. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. Sorry.
0: So anyway, <coughs> yes, I think that. Uh, but yeah, you everything. Know, it's different and, for everybody, but you know, these are it our is. experiences.
1: Anxiety is is a terrible thing to have, because it's not the normal nerves that people get. It's that times one hundred and fifty seven. When you have anxiety on top of normal, oh my God! I've got my first big session with these people, and this and that. You know, that is get throughable, definitely. But for for those who've never had anxiety. You're the luckiest people on earth.
0: Anxiety is crippling. That's why it has to be managed.
1: Oh, it's it's horrible. I I it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it yeah. I used to have to carry my phone with me to go get the mail. Oh
0: my goodness. And
1: I had nine one one dialed on it with my finger right near the button, just in case I died on the way to the mailbox. Wow.
0: Now this is after That's you had the doubt- heart attack.
1: No, this was after my mom died.
0: Oh, got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I was. I just went down the tubes. Just went down the tubes, and it was horrible. But to have to do sessions when you can't even go outside yeah, was just like, so I've overcome an awful lot. So for those of you who are normal people and you're just plain afraid and, you know, a beginner, just do it. Right. That's the only way you can do it. You, you've got to do it. The show must go on is the big saying. Um, I've done voiceovers two hours after somebody in my family died. Um I got home from open heart surgery and six days later my wife said, Get in the studio and I went, Honey, I can't even go to the bathroom by myself yet. She said, You gotta sit in there and you gotta talk into Mr. Microphone. <laughs> it's gonna make your head feel better and know that you can still do this.
0: Well, you brought you brought and, up a good point with your mother passing. Tomorrow's actually the five year anniversary of my father dying. And uh, I wound up with extreme vocal five anxiety. Years and vocal tightness as a result during the whole grieving process. And it was very difficult, but, you know, with therapy and having wonderful support groups, it took me months, months to get myself back to normal again. But you have to compartmentalize whatever grief or issue you might be having in your life, if you can. And like you said, the show must go on. So you have to put it away and say, Right now, I'm going to work on this session. Afterwards, I'll go cry my eyes out.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: But because exactly. you can't stop things happening in life. <clears throat> Stuff's going to happen.
1: No. And especially in a business like this where, you know, we don't get up and go to work and know on Friday we're going to get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, if you miss a gig, it could be one that lasts for 12 years. Right. Exactly. You know, and and that day that I was telling you about with Janine getting me in the studio, I got an email from a client, and he wanted me to uh, to do 160-second spots. Oh, my goodness. A hundred. And I swear to God, I couldn't go to the bathroom by myself. I could barely sit up. I had stitches in my chest and things coming out of my arms. But I started with two the first day, and then I did five. And I got up to 10 a day, and then I did 20 on the last day. And I walked out of the studio and I said, I'm still going to be able to do this. And I didn't miss. I did it within the time zone. That's fantastic. And I, until I'd had the heart attack, I'd never missed a session in 38 years. Yeah. The, Not for that's any incredible reason. to me. Not for any reason. Because uh, that's just, you know, I watched my father go to work sick. And <laughs> you know what my father did once? <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> my, <laughs> he was... It was a, a radio flyer wagon, you know, yeah. the, the little wagons. Well, one of the wheels was screwed up, so he took the wheel off the wagon. He put it on his leg and drilled out a new hole in the center of it to, to, so it'll fit over the axle. Okay. And, of course, he drilled right through the hole and into his artery. What? <laughs> he had it sitting on his leg. Oh, God. <laughs> so he went to the hospital, and they, you know, sutured it up, and then he went to work. Because he had to do his radio show. That's incredible. And I said, "Did you really go to work, Daddy?" And he said, "Yep." And I said, "Well, what about all the blood in the front yard?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it shot. It was like ten feet high. It was horrible. <gasps> but anyway, yeah, yeah. You've, you the show must go on. And and again, this is not brain surgery.
0: No. <laughs> you, you don't but you have, have people's to turn off lives that part of your stake. brain that is worrying right. about other things.
1: Right. Right. That's right. Oh, that's what I was going to say. God, I love medication. Um, <laughs> For the people who do our Wednesday nights, uh, that seems to be the biggest issue is being able to let go and just they're afraid. Oh, God, how do I look? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, God, I'm this. you know, and some people say one word and they stop. They go, oh, no, 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 I didn't like that. Well, how the hell do you know? The word was the. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Keep reading.
0: <laughs> well, you do have folks that will hard. self-critique themselves even before they're finished reading it. Yes. And I'm like stop. Yes. You know, you're already because... shutting yourself down before you're even done.
1: Right. And you may be doing something that the client loves. Right. So don't stop. Don't point it out. <laughs> Cuz they're going to go, "Oh, <laughs> man, else. why did you stop?" Well, I didn't like the read. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, try not to stop in the middle. But that's that's uh, that's what I see most I think during our classes is you know, being able to act and just let it go. Yeah. It doesn't matter how silly or goofy or serious or, you know, during our classes, I always I always go, did you see my face? Right. You know, because and I show them my face while I'm reading the copy and they go, oh, wow. You're so expressive. You, see, you really are raising. Uh, yeah, you've got to be. Right. And if you could have seen what I just did during that.
0: You know, we were talking about, and we've talked about in the past, about how clients really don't care if you're sick or your problems.
1: No, <laughs> they They just really want the don't. session to
0: get done, Right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so don't even tell him. Don't <laughs> well, tell them. Well,
0: so last week, I have a session on Friday, and Thursday, I was just, I was out of it. So I decided to take a me day, and I slept, like, the whole day. So the next day, Friday, I'm on in this live session, and the, the producer I know pretty well, and he's just like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, ah, you know, took a little me day, wasn't feeling too good. He's like, yeah, did you get the script? Because we need to go over that.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I went,
0: okay, yeah. does not care. Yeah,
1: yeah. The flowers are on their way.
0: (laughs) It was just a funny I find the best thing is
1: to not say anything at all because if you say you had a cold a week ago, they're still going to hear it. Yes. You know, I'm still hearing that cold a little bit. Don't bring it up. No,
0: don't ever bring it up. You're fine.
1: You feel fantastic no matter what. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's obvious and your voice is like this, you're going to go, well, yeah, I've got a little throat trouble today, but, you know, I can get over. But it.
0: don't bring up any illness, because right now, during our COVID days, people are automatically assuming you have COVID.
1: Right. Right.
0: So, a little cough will right. freak someone out. Try to mute, mute your mic. <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> mute it. Okay. <laughs> is that better? <laughs> so, yeah, just do it. Just kind of like uh, Nike, you know. Just do it. Just do it. it. Get do it. it over with. <laughs> Dive in. Dive in. It's like with anything. Dive in.
0: I know. It's, it, I mean, it's easy for us to say because we've had all these years of experience. But right. the only thing. But we all
1: did the same thing the in only, the beginning. Uh, we were the, all the scared. The only thing I
0: can tell you is just to do the things that I have done in the past, you know, to motivate myself, to have a support group. I'm not listening to take To take things song, in Linda. small amounts <laughs> um, to try to help you deal with it.
1: there's going to be a lot of those even if you do it for 30 to 40 years it's still going to happen yes you know you're looking at a very big payday you've got some important clients you know oh you booked a purina spot (laughs) Ah, oh great (sighs) xanax
0: (laughs) focus on the paycheck focus on what you're gonna make
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And say, I can do this. I can do this. But yeah, that's uh, that's my two cents. So there
0: you go. Feel the fear and do it anyway. And, I, and while I, you're at it, join yep. us for a workout. It's a great affordable way oh, to uh, feel the fear and do it anyway with some scripts that we can give you.
1: Right. And only five of us know what you really did. So and I won't tell anybody. <laughs>
0: right. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing is recorded. I am oh, very sorry. adamant about that. So your time is private with us. And like you said, the other five people. But oh, you're you're not allowed There's to nothing them? documented. Oh, there's nothing put out there in social media.
1: Well, I've been selling it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen to this read.
0: <laughs> but uh, no, we I, keep I it I very private. That. But and if you aren't even ready for that to get you know behind the microphone, then make sure you check out the book that we have you can download. That is all the basics of voiceover um, that you can learn on your own before you wind up connecting with one of our coaches. But um, yep. yeah. That's, um, it's all, anything's doable if you really want it, right, JJ?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Go for it. How bad
0: do you want it?
1: Go for it. (laughs) Just go for it.
0: Hopefully, I think we answered her questions, I believe. uh, I think
1: so. I think so. If we didn't, then she...
0: Yeah, she just said she'd love to hear how we tackle overwhelming aspects and all that. I think we covered it pretty well. So thank you for the question.
1: Thank you for the question. Please
0: send them more questions our way. We love more to questions. talk about things. Info at voiceover.guru. Linda at voiceover.guru. JJ Wilson voices at gmail. I threw that in.
1: Dot com.
0: <laughs> and reach out to us. Let us know what you want to talk about. Well, and, uh, have a great, wonderful day. Someone. Thank you again, JJ, for a fun. Oh, thank half you,
1: hour. Linda. Thank you, and thanks for the Xanax before the show.
0: (laughs) Relax, enjoy. Everybody, be well.
1: (laughs) All right, uh, we'll talk to you soon on the Guru Network.
0: (laughs) Ding dong! (laughs) Bye.